Welcome to Property Profiles, last one for the year. We've got Brad Shepherd on board. We've already done a workout, can't wait to hear what he's got to tell us coming up soon. He's got, he's very successful, he's run very successful businesses, personal training, he's got a new business he's gonna tell us about, I think. He's been very successful in buying property, pre-GFC, we've just sold some of that property. It's a really, really interesting story, can't wait to hear more about it. Let's see what Brad's got to say. Brad Shepherd. Hello. Thanks for coming. Last. Yeah. Uh, podcast series for the year very happy and excited to have you along yeah last but not least last but not least yeah we um we have done what we traditionally do if yeah. we do anything of, the, of note we've had a workout it's got to got to be a workout involved isn't it it has it has yeah um and just on that brad you're uh, obviously um been working out a lot in your in your life had a go had, had a go. go yeah um, 47 now started when i was 12 so it's been going for a bit and um the feature pack of those guns. <laughs> Give us a quick story about well, that. How, how do you I, keep those things going? I thought you'd never ask, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said the other day, uh, mate, how do I get arms as big as you? And I said, well, you know, start training 35 years ago. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when's the best time to plant a tree? Yeah, or buy know, a property. Buy a property, Today. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's the tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, is there any, is it like, um, do they, um, <laughs> Are they shaved or waxed or what? They like, shaved, yeah. And tan. Max you, three. We used to, in the day, we used to... Um, used to hit the solarium. solarium yeah, yeah. The youngies like, wouldn't know what that is, would no, they? No, no, no. Little, little packs on the yeah, ice and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover oh. up the old fella. Cover up the old fella. Yeah, little, yeah, little, yeah. Um, no one could get that burnt. Yeah. No, no, no. no you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so the, pro the thread today is property. Yes. So obviously you and I, we've... Um, we know we've it met. well. You're a brother-in-law. Brother yeah. Technically still. Yeah. But also uh, groomsmen at the wedding, and yeah. before that, um, we met training. Actually, we met training. You and I met at a, in a triathlon swim. Yep. Crew. Absolutely. And then before we knew it, we we're in your car. Yeah. Which was a. It was an. Well, it was called the Peak Mobile because oh, right. it was it was it was signed up with the personal training business back yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. But how it actually met was I got the intel from the coach back then, Fiddler who said, hey, you got this guy, you're, you're gonna be driving down. And he said, yep, he goes, who are you driving with? I said, I'm just going by myself. He goes, oh, got a fella who you might wanna take for, he went up for a ride. Yeah. Sweet, sure. <laughs> Met you once, didn't I? Yeah. Rocked yeah. up, I said, mate, I'm gonna be turning up at 6 a.m. with the tunes pumping. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much what happened, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? I rolled up and I had my um, Succotar biscuits for the trip. And yeah. you had an Esky, you had yeah. six tailor-made <laughs> Sandwiches, Ch chicken, chicken and yeah, and I'd, I'd gone to town, you know, everything in there, yeah. And you had one pack of Sakata yeah. biscuits, yeah. S suffice to say, the Iron Man, I ran out of right carbs, <laughs> and you came home well. Um, so look, obviously, again, the threads property, yes. Um, when we were training in those mm. early days, 2004s yeah. and whatever, yeah, you actually started correct property journey, yeah, and you were lucky. So, well, the segue, you had Brisbane's biggest personal training business yep. back in the time, ran out of HealthWorks at Tenerife. Correct, yeah, um, yeah. And I was lucky enough to to get trained by you when you, uh, some clients uh, bailed out on you. So yeah. you had some famous clients, property yeah. developers, well-known people around town that sometimes they just wouldn't wouldn't roll up. So we, we got training together. Yes. And you had 20 odd trainers? Uh, 13, yeah, 13, 13 trainers, yeah. trainers, yeah, yeah. So 13 trainers, we did, you know, over 250 um, PT sessions a week, 45 minute sessions, yeah. So we had a really good operation there. Um, and I, I remember the um, the point of difference back then was you guys were almost doing a workout, like you were very, there was no phone, there was no, no you know, you weren't allowed to, so well, yeah, the, you were the, well drilled. And the, the rules were there was no, no uh, leading on machines, no hands on hips, no arms folded, you know, phones were banned, all the rest of it. So when you're training a client, you're in there, you're in the zone 100%. 
And that was the mantra, that was the philosophy all the way through. And that was 2004, 2005. So yep. leading up to the GFC, yep. a lot of your clients were yep. actually property investors, uh, property developers and that type of thing. I remember them. So yep. yeah, they were, they were doing very well. So yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, for me, obviously business was moving in the right direction, money was coming in and it was time now for me to enter the market and, uh, you know, get into property. And that's when we're on our long, you know, four, five, six hour rides and I'm picking your brain yeah. about property, about where to buy, uh, but not only yourself, but, you know, this whole, you know, cohort of you know, property developers, people who have been there and done it. Um, so yeah, right back in the day, I, in my opinion, I had some of the best like teachers and mentors and people that could guide me. And on that, can you remember how far, what were some of the key points that they were, they tell you? Yep. I remember we'd do the Saturday ride and yep. back in the day, the classifieds were- Yep, the Courier Mail. The Courier Mail yep. and, um, you know, we were circling, you know, I remember Wool and Gabba. Yeah, that's right. You, you ended up in Albion, but yep. again, Albion's still a hot spot, you know, yep. so we'll get to that shortly, but there was, um, where else were you? you were well, what we did was it was that, that was it. The first bit of advice was whatever you can do, buy as close as you can to the city yeah. for, from what you can afford. So find out how much you can get, you know, get your pre-approvals, all the rest of it, and find your location. So we narrowed it down at that point in time, and this is back in 2004. We ended up purchasing, it started looking in about 05, uh, first purchase in 2006. And um, so yeah, Saturday Courier Mail, do the four hour ride, sit at the cafe, uh, and it was two- Yellow, two, hi yellow highlighter. Yellow highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, East Brisbane and Wollongabba. Yeah. Um, and then on the north side, it was Albion Wollowin. Right. Yeah, and so that was just the two focus areas. Now we did start, you know, like be mindful of things in and around it, but that was just the focus. Mm. And so every Saturday, then me and, and my lovely wife, HP, the Hungarian princess, yep. Uh, she got named on a long ride as well, didn't she? She did. She, she did. did. I was lucky enough to be able to coin her that name. <laughs> <laughs> and we would uh, we would then go and we would do the have have the break have the brekkie, and then we'd just go and hit in the car. We'd we'd see eight to ten to twelve properties all open homes yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, you were very good at having little shame and giving what we call a greasy offer. So <laughs> if the ask at the time was 500,000, yeah. you were happy to throw out a 378. Yeah, oh, back then 500,000 was outrageous, yeah. but they might've been asking 400,000, but yeah. then we'd walk into it. And then when we do the debrief, usually over a beer at the end of the day, um, it would be like, all right, now it's time to throw in some offers, but we had a criteria and a checklist. And so what we were looking for is something we could specifically add value to yeah. and something that was the other, tip I got was it's got to be a renovator, not a ruin maker. Yeah. So yeah. the big criteria was going looking for stuff that needs cosmetic changes, things that you, you can physically do as yeah. opposed to something that's structural or needs yeah. a lot of work, which equals a lot of money. You might have um, got forgotten about that rule, having sold it recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know so what you mean. Then what we do is we then have a look at something. Let's say the asking price is 400. We go, well, we don't see the value. We don't think that 400 is fair and reasonable price. But the question is, what price would you pay for mm. it? What's the price you'd... And for some of them, we go, would you pay 350? No, I don't think it's mm. worth 350. Like it needs this, needs that. You know, you do some rough numbers. Would you pay 300, you know? Okay, yeah, I probably would, you know. So then that would be the mm -hmm. offer. I remember ringing up the agent and you'd hate this stuff, right? So I go, <laughs> mate, Brad Shepherd, yep, came through. Um, just want to make an offer. You know, what's the offer? 280. Uh, and he'd be like, huh, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> awkward laugh. Uh, uh, don't you mean 380? Yeah. I said, no, like 280. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, okay. <laughs> so it kind of went like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you ended up buying um, in Albion, which is yep. enough. We had um, the Lord Mayor on uh, a virtual breakfast of ours and he's picking, he's picking 
Wollongabba Al- and Albion, Albion. As there you a, go. based on yep. infrastructure that they've got coming over the next 10 years for the Olympics. So. Yeah, yeah. And so what do you know, you know, 15, 16 years ago, I mean, it was the, it was the sort of potential back yeah. then. And the other thing, you know, Albion, yeah, borders on Ascot, borders yeah. on Hamilton, you know, so. Yeah. And got a good little um, retail strip of shops and restaurants. Great which, spot. Which you used to go to a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. Well, where we were was 15 seconds walk from the Albion pub, which was very handy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously you bought one. Yep. And just remind me, did you move yep. into it? Yes, so, uh, and to buy that first one, we looked at 120 houses. Wow. 120, yep. So, and we had a checklist, and this was another thing I got from a mentor of mine who gave me a, a checklist and a criteria. So, we'd go through and we'd have literally the clipboard, we'd have all the things that we're looking for in the property. Um, and then when we found the one that we purchased, we purchased it for $343,000 in 2006. And the asking price was like 350, you know what I mean? Mm. So, it was like when we walked in, the it was like, fuck what's wrong with this yeah, thing? Because yeah, this yeah. thing was fucking yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And we had seen so many properties. Yeah, we knew, but you knew that's we, a smart thing. we would happily yeah. pay that 350. Yeah. So anyway, we might've started it like, let's, let's just get this thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Might've started at 340 yeah. and ended up at 343. Let's just, yeah. let's just get this thing off the market before someone else does, you know? Because as an agent, yeah. it's better to hear that a buyer has been looking for a long time because you know, yeah that process and they'll know yeah whereas someone says oh this is my first weekend you think well yeah they do have to learn and correct benchmark yeah. So. yeah and that was the other big tip we got from another mentor that w- that said know you know your locality know your area and also for an investment point of view you know get familiar like look in familiar territory it's like you know do you drive past every day you yeah. know do you yeah. know the areas yeah. of schools all that sort of stuff because yeah. you know at that time we were looking at all these sort of different options like maybe we go invest in a, in a mining town maybe we because our goal was to invest for profit right mm. to, to go how can we not just we didn't want to just go and move there and live that's our home we're going to be there forever it's like it's a stepping stone to get us in ultimately where we want to be mm-hmm. um, so we looked at all these different options but that thing of really understanding the market and that familiarity that really served us incredibly yeah. well yeah very good advice so fast forward yep. you bought there you went bought, there you moved started in. renovating with yep started renovating with hp, HP. yep so at that time the the business was pumping you know pumping. trainers all the rest of it every weekend Children, we get it yeah. there no kids at no, that yeah, stage yeah. we get out every like a you know, into the PT all through the week. We get out there, and then we were sanding, we were painting. I learned to tile bathrooms. Bunnings was just down the road. Bunnings was down the road. It was <laughs> it was perfect, you know. And then at the end of the day, of course, the fifteen second walk to the Albion Hotel, buy oh. three pack of tallies, and while you while you're doing the last <laughs> sweep up, you know, you know I don't mind a tallie. Yeah, um, yeah. So then, it, you know, that was that was kind of the, the weekend routine. So we spent, you know, the better portion of of that whole year. Um, spent 11 months renovating that place. And the other thing that we did was renovation was 5% of purchase price. Right. So okay. budget to renovate was a bit shy of like sort of 17 grand or something, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to renovate yeah. the whole property. Yeah. So we did it on a shoestring budget. Yeah. It, we might have spent, you know, 20, 22 or yeah. whatever it ended up, but the goal was to go. And it, so everything we were doing, we were beg, borrowing and stealing, you know, and finding ways, not to um, do it in a subpar way, but just to find ways to do it to, again, to maximize profit. Yep. Again, fast forward, you yep. went and bought the neighboring property. Mm. Is it two or three years later? 11 months later. 11 months later. Yeah. So Which wasn't necessarily the plan. No, it wasn't the plan. Yeah. And so what happened was got it revalued. Of course, in that time, added massive amounts of value. We're going beauty. We've just, you know, we just made 50, 60 grand or whatever. Probably more. Which then gave us the equity to then, I was just chatting to the neighbor and uh, his house was incredibly run down. He goes, I'm I'm thinking about selling. 
And I said, well, I'd be keen to talk to you about buying. So mm-hmm. we got into a discussion, short stories. We just purchased it, no agents, but, you know, so we were, bought the house next door. So then we were sitting on, you know, just shy of 1,100 square metres, two houses in Albion. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So jumped la- into that bad boy. That was a shit box, yeah. an absolute shit box. Yeah. So, you know, we, jumped, we lived in there for two years and took us two years to renovate. Meanwhile, had our first child, so <laughs> PT business, yeah. fucking renovating, yeah. kids, like it was it was a full-on time. Yeah, I yeah. remember. But again, 1,100 square metres, they're yeah. close to the city, yeah. is gold. Yeah. So again, fast forward, we just sold those two, two properties yes. over the last year. Yep, that's right. Yeah. without looking at this, you've, you've more than doubled your money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just shy of like 900 grand, yeah. you know, so... So. Yeah, so it's good, um, you know, for us, it put us in a great position. You know, the timing was right for us in terms of our life and where yeah. we are at the moment. We're like, well, some might question why sell, you know, like yeah. why ever sell, you know, but for us, you know, there was a couple of goals we wanted to achieve. So we're like, yep, let's let's do it. So Reduce some debt, put some... Put yeah, in the house, own the main house, principal place. Out That's right. right. Yep, own our place yeah. now. We've got money in the bank. Yep. You know, so it's like got it, got ourselves in a strong position. So for me, you know, at the age of forty-seven, and, and again, I guess everyone's personal financial goals could be um, different, but it was just like put yourself in that position. You know, because our kids are uh, thirteen and eleven. You know, so we've still got plenty of living to do. And. Yep. So you now are in a, another good suburb called Hurston. Hurston, Which yep. I think is a great suburb, yep. so close to the city. You right next door to Ballymore. Next door to Ballymore. Yep, you can, smell, you can smell the blood and the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the main feature of that house is you've got Brisbane's best deck. The BBD, the BBD in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing deck just yeah. Brad's got. Like, it's uh, the size of it. 80 square metres. Directly due, due north facing. Due north. Yep. The beer fridge, the, the, the wine fridge. Yeah. The Barbie, like it's all happening. It's yeah, it's it's you know we we spent some good money on it, and you know it's 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 a great spot. So, what I find interesting, Brad, you I mean you've even you've got all this sort of mantra about buying property and five yeah. percent of the renovation costs and all that sort of thing. Yeah. If we go back to where you grew up, yeah, you're Western Sydney, right? Yep. And yeah, born in Blacktown. Born in Blacktown. Yep. Um, you know, you it was quite a a modest. Um, um, upbringing in yep. terms of what available cash and the family and all that absolutely sort of thing. Yeah. so um, to be able to fast forward and uh, I guess to be able to 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 be very savvy yeah it's um, is there anything there in that that you can think of I know you worked at McDonald's yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you learned much there maybe yeah. you did yeah where do you think oh, look I think the big thing for me was actually as working as a personal trainer because I spent 20 years in that, running that PT business and you know, like the clients that I used to train and people like yourself who who had been there and had the experience in doing it, that's where I learned. So like, I was like a sponge, you know, yeah. asking these questions. So I remember one of my clients, uh, Dave Skinner, Skinzy, the yeah. famous Skinzy, yeah. who I'm talking to him about renovating and I was completely clueless, right? So I wouldn't consider myself particularly savvy with, you know, building stuff and all that, but I'm going to him saying, mate, when we renovate, like surely we're gonna, we're gonna pay builders and we're gonna do it, that's gonna cost a lot of money. He's going, mate, no, you do it, like, you know, tile a bathroom you learn to yeah, tile mate yeah. it's, it's fucking yeah. how hard is it you get a thing put the tile up you know yeah you you paint you sand oh okay cool you know and so we just learn all that stuff i'm glad you didn't say it to me <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's good so um you moved up from uh so when was the switch from new south wales to queensland uh, i was 15 so yeah we we're out in the western suburbs of sydney you know grew up near Parramatta. you know back then kind of like the um i guess where i grew up was kind of leave school at grade 10 get an apprenticeship you know that was kind of 
what happened out, out in that area. So, but um, yeah, so we moved up here. My parents sold up. You know, we ended up in um, in Brisbane. Change of life. Uh, they sold up in like '88. Yeah. You know, when the property prices yeah. in Sydney went yeah. to climb. Um, so yeah, ended up up here. So been a been a Queenslander ever since. But still do barrack for the Blues in the Origin, I as know. you know. I know. I know. know. Well, yeah. well, we had a good time, but yeah, and recently it hasn't been so good. No, no. It is your state of origin, I guess. It and is. They, they say you can take the the boy out of Blacktown, but you know. You, you can't take Blacktown out of the boy, can you? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know that firsthand. I would. So Trainer HQ, tell yes. us about I know so uh, Peak Physique's now yep. morphed into, um, what was it before Trainer HQ? It was Create PT Create Wealth, PT Wealth yep. which is, I don't know, 15 years or yes. so. Yes, yeah. And now there's been a transformation to... To Trainer HQ, yeah. So we're, you know, for me, moving on from, from the personal training life, everything was going great, but I had a lot of trainers asking me, hey... How did you hire your trainer? How did you build a team? How did you increase your prices and your rates and so forth? And so that, that led to me started to sort of coach and mentor a few people. And then that led into me and my business partner, who you know very well, Jason Yubanowicz, big cagey, yeah, yeah. forming and going, all right, let's, let's run a workshop or a seminar. And this is back in 2008 for uh, fitness professionals and actually show them that there is a way to build a successful business as a PT. Because, yeah. you know, for a lot of people, I mean, still in this day and age, personal training can be considered a bit of a hobby, uh, maybe not a real career, you know, something mm. some people might do on the side, but mm. we know for a fact that it, it can go way beyond that. So we ran a workshop and, you know, on the back end of that, we started we started our business coaching program. So nothing to do with biceps and dumbbells no. and burpees and everything to do with marketing, lead generation, sales, systems, how to run a better business, how to build more profitability. So Less time on the tools, more time running the business. on the business, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a, um, an app now, right? There's an app, yeah. yeah. yeah Tell yeah, us absolutely. a bit about that. So we, um, you know, so over the time, our main part is business coaching. So every year we have 150 plus clients come and join our higher level business coaching programs. You know, that, that myself and Jason, we've got a team of 10 business coaches who do the lion's share of it. So we've got a, a great model. Uh, but the next stage for us is to, you know, to take ourselves to a bigger audience, you know. So 50,000 personal trainers in Australia, there's about 400,000 in the States, you know. So the best way for us to do it is to go, let's build the digital platform so people can get access to our intellectual property, to our training, to our resources. And so, yeah, we just freshly launched the Pathway to Profits app, which is now available on the App Store, um, Google Play, et cetera, uh, where people can get access to that. Exciting. Yeah. So, Brad, yes. you got a lovely family. Yeah. Dexter, Sophia, mm. um, no more children. <laughs> no, no. We're done. You actually wanted to have seven when yeah, we first Yeah, well, well, I thought, like, I, I could sort of more see myself kind of with four, you know. Yeah, HP definitely. We, we agreed, you know. Uh, but I thought if, if, you, if you say I want five, you'll probably end up with three, you yeah, know. So yeah. I thought that was Ask the strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we've got two Opposite amazing to buying ones. the property. You were going low to yes. pay more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so the game plan from here is obviously trainer HQ, yep. get the kids through school. Yep. So kids are, you know, they're powering along, um, you know, love the sport. Great gymnasts, as yeah. you know, they yeah. both do 16 hours a week of gymnastics. And, Incredible. you know, yeah. it's it's pretty cool, like, to, to watch their dedication. Their schoolwork's going great. You know, volleyball excellence program. So, so that, you know, for us, I guess we, my big thing is to go, I wanted to engineer a lifestyle where, uh, I could actually be there. So, you know, I've had the privilege of, you know, the businesses enabled me to do stuff like take the kids to school, pick them up in the afternoon, get them to sport, do homework with them, all that sort of stuff. So for me, it was about setting it up in such a way that I could be there and be present as well as, you know, do all the stuff you want to do through yeah. business and so forth. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've had 
COVID, yep. you're a big traveller, like you skip yeah. snowboarding and yep. the Barleys. Is there a, and, you yep. and HP and the family thinking about a holiday? Where would you, you guys go next? Oh, well, look, we've got several places on the cards at the moment, but the, you know, the Queenstown's on the cards at the moment, Bali's on the cards, but, you know, I guess until things start opening up a bit more formally, then I guess we've still got the pause button. Be camping at, at a rocket strati, you know, so. Nice. I like yeah. that's enjoyable. That's enjoyable. <laughs> All right, Brad, thanks yep. so much for coming. Yep. Last uh, property profiles for 2021. Very, very excited and happy to have you along. Yeah, and thank you for uh, for championing not only the, you know, the advice of the early days, watching the whole part, but ultimately then selling the properties in Albion. And we know that, you know, for those people, hey, Albion's going off and, yeah. and, and it keeps moving into them. the future. So, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, buddy. See you, Last episode of Property Profiles, we've just finished with Brad Shepherd. Christmas time, we've had a big 2021. This is the last wrap for the year, so let's get into 2022. Have a great break.